Welcome back to another awesome episode of The Careful Boys, and today we have our amazing hot seat with Woo! the wonderful Jasper in Thank the chair, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome to the throne, bro. I appreciate Wait, it. I gotta does this level work? I gotta come down this level. <laughs> I don't know what it does. Break it's Excalibur. It a worthy person can pull it out and oh, then really? uh, run the kingdom of JK. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm, oh, I've been hoping for somebody to take that out ever since. All right, so we're in hot seat. So obviously, we like to put our, uh, you know, our special guests in. The, I don't think it's gonna work. Well, I'm gonna get it out. No, <laughs> it will come out probably. We like to put our, you know, uh, friends in the hot seat so we can ask some burning questions. Uh, but we also like to warm up into it. Start super cold. All right. So the uh, master of chill, Mr. Freeze himself, Bart Kwan, with the coldest questions in the game. Start it off, brother. In the uh, traditional spectrum of a Roy G. Biv rainbow. Which one's your favorite color? You know, it's funny you say that because my wife used to always ask me what's my favorite color, and I don't have a favorite color. I love all colors, man. I think the only color I Minority don't really mindset, like, y'all. Yeah. Very good, very good answer. Oh, I appreciate it, I'll just end it right there. No, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going. I like all colors. I think I just don't like uh, black too much. I like black cars. I like- You like orange? Orange is a nice color, man. I orange is the new black. What would you wear orange with? Or what would you use? What, what was your favorite color with orange? Orange and black look so nice together. Like a tiger? Tigers are awesome. It's more orange dom dominant though, with with black stripes. Yeah. I, I'm glad we're talking about the real shit here. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, uh, Any other color? color you satisfied with that? That's, right. that's, <laughs> goes, all right. that's it, guys. That's Let's all, turn the camera that's all, that's You grew all. up in Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, when did you come out here to California? On Monday. Oh, so you don't <laughs> live, you still, don't live here. here? He still lives there. <laughs> I thought no, because for I, I overheard like you you were living in. I San lived Diego. in San Diego for two okay, months, that's... and then I moved back. Um, I was just there for two months. Uh, moved back, and then uh, came out to LA this week. How many LLCs have you formally filed? Oh yeah. my god. Wow. Uh, at least 10. Wow. Maybe wow. a dozen, probably a dozen. Probably a dozen. And yeah. how many do you still like uh, right now actually manage? Probably 10. Wow. Let's go. Dozen. What industry haven't you got into yet? Uh, well, I think the one, yeah, we'll talk like this. So the one that um, I've had a lot of uh, offers is the marijuana industry, but oh. I have not gone in it. I don't go do anything that I don't personally believe in. I don't believe in, I don't get it, I don't do drugs. You don't think people get high off of it? Do I think people get high off marijuana? Yeah, you don't believe that people are getting high? They're just faking it? <laughs> so you don't believe it's profitable? I think it's very profitable. I know people make a lot of money in it, but I have not I have not uh, done anything in that industry. I heard people get high off of it. Yeah. Yeah? It's a big thing. It's hearsay, it really. It's hearsay, yeah. It's cool, like I got no, Nothing against people who do it. It is what it is. I just don't do it myself. You know what I mean? Well, well, well then, which industry are you potentially curious about that you have not broached yet? Yeah, which one's like tempting? I don't know. Um, I love the makeup business. Not for myself, really? but because my wife took me to uh, a, a makeup store, right? And I was looking at these prices. And I was like, wow, like these yeah. can't cost that much. And yeah. I saw this thing called Beauty Water, thirty-four dollars. And I looked at the ingredients, it's just water. <laughs> but it makes you beautiful though, too. And they put like a little bit of like rose, whatever in there. I was like, this, there's no way this costs more than like 60 cents to make. Signed up for $34, and I was like, oh. Yeah. So you bought 10. Well, that's why uh, Jeffree Star is like a nine-figure dude. Dude, yeah. yeah. Nine-figure. Yeah. Like, I think, I don't even think it was like during YouTube, or it was like before, I don't know, but. 
all Makeup cosmetics has always been a, a huge yeah. market, huge industry. Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad at the same time, man, because like it's cool, like there's a lot of money, which is fun to talk about, but then it's like, man, it's like people. I, I hate the idea of like, oh, I need to look a certain way in order to be accepted. You have to market the insecurity. That, that's that's yeah. that's what I don't like about it. You know, I totally agree with that until I started uh, learning, especially like even my girl, like when she started watching drag and stuff like that, you know, I would always be like, I don't get this. Um, and then I had to start flipping my understanding of even things like makeup, not saying it doesn't prey on insecurity or needing to like look a certain way, but there's also a, a, a community of people that, um, See the art. Yeah, yeah that I love. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the yeah. art, yeah. art yeah. on the face. Yeah, if and you I enjoy think that's doing phenomenal. it, I, yeah. I think I think it honestly goes on to everything. I think everybody just needs that basic level of confidence, which we don't teach in school. The basic level of mental health awareness, mm -hmm. yeah. so we can have some sort of confidence. So you can look if you like makeup, do it. You know, if you enjoy it, but don't. It's just unfortunate when you see because there are people that are like, oh, I, I wish I looked like this so I could be happy, so I could be loved, so I could be liked. But it's that basic level of confidence, right? If, if I had my own self-esteem, my own confidence, then it doesn't matter what you do, right? And that's that's one of the things I just don't like is, is that type of advertising. See, you, see you are a very successful and confident man, so I have to ask you this slightly warmer question. Yeah. What are you insecure about? Ooh. What am I insecure about? See, I, I don't think I've ever really been insecure about a lot of things. Um, let me think about that. Like, what's another word for nothing? <laughs> <laughs> He goes, well, I'm perfect. <laughs> so I used to be insecure. Like, I'll talk about you because I, I know if we go back to like high school, I used to be insecure about like money, mm -hmm. um, which is why I, when I used to make money, I was spent on dumb things. Like, as soon as the What's the time, dumbest thing you ever spent on? So when I first met a grand, I bought like the studded out crystal watch. It's worth <laughs> crap now, right? And it yeah. was a grand, which is like a lot of money. And I was in high school when I bought this. But then I had this nice Toyota I was driving. And, um, I still drive, I still have it. it. It's I as soon as I got some money I put on some tints, then I put on some HID lights, then I put on uh I put on the, you have to the two twelve inch subwoofers, I oh, upgraded wow. the sound system, I mean I put a I put, changed the rims, I mean I did everything to the car and so I was just spending dumb money on that car, yeah. right? And so I used to spend a lot of money on things like that. Uh, and I think it was because of insecurity, right? It's like, oh, I want to look cool. I want to look. I want to give this certain persona. Mm -hmm. But then, as I started to become more successful, I was like, dude, that was so dumb. Like, I want to do the complete opposite. Like, even till today, my car is worth five hundred dollars in Michigan. It got no. Last week, last week, oh, one week or two weeks ago, I got a call from the HOA, the Homeowner Association, from our neighborhood. Oh. They said, um, and I was in California, right? And they were like. Uh, Hey, uh, so we've had a number of complaints about a junk car sitting in your driveway. It wow. should be in storage. And I was like, excuse me? They're like, yeah, there's no bumper on it. Um, and people are complaining that it's... And I was like, well, actually, that's my car. That's what I drive to work every day, so... Some people don't mind their own business, you know? You're like a Warren Buffett. No, honestly, for me, if, if I did it, i do this um, because I wanted to break away. Because I wanted to know for a fact that like, I don't need this to show up. Because like... When fans see me and I'm in this car, they're like, wait, what? And, and, and for me, I just want to break through. I will buy a nice car. I, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out the right time. But for me, it's like, it's to break through these insecurities because still some things do get like, you know, you, you're like, oh, you know, I made this much money. I want to look a certain way. I want to have this nice thing. But I, I was, I tried to play these kind of games with myself where I'm like, let me see, right? And, and um, I tried to do that. And same with like social media. Like I, I got off of, my personal soul. Like I, I did not go on social media for a long time mm -hmm. because it did give me anxiety. Like I saw like 
like these 22 year olds driving these nice cars i was like dang dude like he's killing the game and i see all these things going on and i was like it's giving him a lot of anxiety and just with things from all aspects of life dang this guy's really jacked like oh my god they look such a happy couple like this mm -hmm. you ignore life and you think mm -hmm. that life is this perfect highlight reel i was like yeah, i'm just gonna get away and i felt so free and now you know so so how did you manage your business without social media? i have people to manage my social media like i don't post on instagram so like some like an wow. assistant is posting pictures on your instagram and all that stuff yeah yeah now i recently started going back on my instagram like you messaged me i responded um, but if it was like six months ago or a year, I, oh, I would have caught him at a good time. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't have even known. Um, I just didn't go on because I didn't. I did not want to touch my social media, um, and I still I don't touch it as much as I like. I, I don't go on social media that often. So you said you have a wife. I'm gonna turn it up just a little bit more. Yeah. What's your favorite and most annoying quality about? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a good one. Favorite and most annoying. I would say probably that she's a perfectionist because I'm not. I That's love. annoying, huh? It can be, yeah, because you know, I'm I'm the type of person where just do it. Yeah. Right? Oh, just just figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very into the details, which I love about her because she's so artistic. She oh. like she sees the world very differently. She's super into like she if she came in here, she would she would remodel the whole thing and make it look We need it too. <laughs> Can't she come? <laughs> if it was me, I'm just like, let's just do it. Yeah. And so, so if it was me, you do need to remodel. <laughs> just we do. tear it down, start fresh. So you know, it can be like sometimes if you want to do things, like let's just say we want to, I don't know, plan a dinner, and she wants to like do the decorations. I'm just like, just do a dinner, we'll order some pizza, we'll be all right, you know. And, and she's like, no, we gotta have this and that. So on one hand, I love it, and then sometimes like, I'm like, okay, let's just get it done. But I, I love, uh, you know, I love that creative part of her. It's just it's not something that I'm used to. And you need that balance in your life, I feel like. Because like even like in business, like I try to hire people that are like think differently than me and we butt heads. Yeah. Because like, you know, I'm not a very systems or process oriented person. And so I, I brought somebody on who's extremely systems or process oriented and we don't always get along because of that. Like we always have different opinions, but that's how we come up with better ideas to get things bigger because I'll come up with a creative and he's gonna come up with a way to scale that idea. Mm. Right? So you need both. How long have you been uh, married for? We got married one year ago this Saturday. Wow. Let's hope you ago. make it to Saturday. Huh? I hope so, man. I hope so. I don't Anything know. Anything can happen, yeah. Does this work together? <laughs> <laughs> we do. She's a, a business partner with me in Minority Mindset, which is oh, now you talk so. about tax questions, right? So now we, we lived in San Diego and just like, this is one of those things where you wish you learned. So I, I lived in San Diego on a business trip because I was meeting a lot of people, doing a lot of work here with my business partner working. So this Airbnb now can become a tax write-off. Mm -hmm. Our car is a tax write-off. Yeah, we have to explore San Diego, do all of this and that, but we're living in a beautiful area uh, doing business, but I get to do that with my wife. So it's, you know, it's like a different way of understanding the system, yeah. What was it like when you told your parents that you no longer wanted to be a doctor? And then after that, what was it like when you told them you no longer wanted to do law when i told him i didn't want to be a doctor so I, I talked about those dj friends of mine they were very close to me and i think i spent a lot of time in their basement sleeping there so i just didn't go home a lot um it was tough it was very hard um they kicked you out no they didn't kick me out but they were every time i came home it was the same thing do something good become a you know doctor just just rethink it 
You can do all this entrepreneurship stuff, investing stuff after you're a doctor. Don't worry about going to the gym. You can be healthy when you're a doctor. And that's the things that I was, you know, just... So it was a lot of like um, trying to convince you back into the world. Yeah. Mm. I knew I wanted something else, but I wasn't confident because I don't have anything to show. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't want to do this, but I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know what I'm going to become, right? So once you can kind of have something to show, it's much easier, which is why I try to just keep my mouth shut as much as I can until I have something to prove for it. So you weren't the dumb guy that kept arguing and saying, I just don't want to fucking do it. <laughs> You're just like, okay, okay. And then you waited till you had something that was working. And then yeah. you said, bam, check this because out. Because I wanted to make my parents happy, man. You know, like you all know, your parents come here with nothing, they work their butt off. I want to give back. I want to take care of them. I want to make them happy. Like that's what I wanted to do. Um, and so it's like, dang, like I know how bad they want me to have this degree. I, I tried to actually drop out of college. Um, but they didn't agree to that. So I kind of started off with something extreme. I was like, I'm gonna drop out of college. So then- You anchored it. I anchored it. <laughs> I'm gonna not go to medical school. So I kind of formed them up that way. And then I was like, I don't want to finish This is a good school. way to do it. That's a negotiation yeah, tactic right there. Yeah. That's cool. Is there any businesses that you started that are uh, focused on your culture? Like bettering something aspect of your so, specific culture? Like making know, Indian food less spicy? You gotta improve uh, that no, stuff. Either, I don't have any, so I try to bring awareness to my culture, uh, but it's tough because even like when I thought of a business idea, I was like, what if I like, cater to people within my culture, whether the Sikh community, which is the religion that I am, the Punjabi community. But the issue is like, I don't want to just like only cater to my own people. Cause I was like, I'm just taking money from them. I don't want to uh, do that. So I, for me, like the Punjabi community, the Sikh community are very close to me. So I always try to talk about it. Like, look, you know, I'm, people are seeing somebody who looks like me. They're hearing somebody talking to me. You learn about the state in India called Punjab. You learned about what a Sikh looks like. Um, how do you say the word Sikh? Because a lot of people say Sikh. I, yeah, I, I used to say Sikh. I didn't know it was Sikh. Yeah, it's, 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 that's, that's Sikh. Actually, yeah, so <laughs> it's, uh, the right way to say it is Sikh. Um, so indirectly I try to bring awareness to I try to talk about some of the struggles that the Punjabi community has gone through the Sikh community has gone through so not directly but indirectly I don't own any Indian restaurants either <laughs> unfortunately he wants in every Indian person I know they either have a connection to an Indian restaurant or a grocery store and I'm like yeah. you don't oh man the hookup's <laughs> not there bro <laughs> the, the thing I like about your videos though is that it doesn't matter what race or in this because it's just I mean you represent as as a Sikh because of just appearance Sick. but but the video content like it's it's just about you know you know saving finance basic or economics or whatever and then so you don't really have to be a certain culture to consume it yeah, and the whole idea behind Minority Mindset has nothing to do with the way you look, your ethnicity, skin color, it's the mindset of thinking differently. And what's funny is that that incites a lot of racist and nasty people to come in and say, oh, you're not a minority, oh, I'm not, I, can I watch this if I'm not a minority? And it was like, if, if you're thinking that already... That's me in the comments. I, mean, I see a white guy go, you can't, they don't belong here. Yeah, yeah, Get out of here. Stupid. <laughs> That's so dumb. What do you identify as? So, and, and, you know, it's like, you know, if you're going to already come in and be racist, like, it's probably not for you. And yeah. it's, it's, like a, it's like a filter. You pick your own audience that way. So, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if you want to learn, 
you can learn. And uh, if you don't like the way I sound, the way I look, that's fine. It's a free country. So, you know, YouTube is free. Go click the X button, watch somebody else. It doesn't really matter to me. Have you ever been uh, bullied growing up as a kid? A lot, man. What was like one of the worst times? Uh, worst was right after 9 11, because I was about 10 years old. And, you know, those Oh, you're 10? I was, yeah, I was 10. Yeah. And um, obviously, there was a lot of misconception about what's going on people wore turbans and this and that and no one knew what a sick was and it was a it was a tough time and i went to a school with all white kids and uh so i was bullied picked on a lot like i was i had my books thrown on the ground i was punched i was spit on i had people that ripped off my turban like it was, it was a pretty rough time like it was it was it was tough uh, but I think, you know, it was one of those things that either it made you tougher or it really broke you. And I was very fortunate that it made me tougher. Mm -hmm. So, I, and I think that helped me kind of where, do everything now where, you know, I don't really care if I get criticized because I was criticized my whole life, you know what I mean? So, it is what it is. Heck yeah. What's the uh, meaning behind the turban? Like you're you're uh, you're not supposed to expose your head to like the sky or? Yeah, so there's a, there's a number of different meanings. So the turban uh, is actually a crown. And so when the Sikh religion was created, there was a lot of uh, a lot of conflict uh, between different religions, Hindus, Muslims, and India. And so the the uniform is almost like a police uniform, where if you needed help, you can go to a Sikh. That a Sikh will be there to uh, help protect you. They'll be there to help uh, take care of you. Uh, no matter what your religion is, no matter what your gender is, there's, there's no differentiation of caste, creed, like your income doesn't matter. That if you need help, you can always uh, find a sick and it's a very easy to identify. So it's like a religious um, police force or neighborhood watch group? Yeah, I mean, you can kind of think about it. That's not like I, UN? I, yeah. Uh, I heard people say that uh, Sikhs are like the warrior class. Yeah, is that true? Class, yes. That's pretty baller. So, That's uh, pretty tight. So Sikhs are Blue Lives Matter too? So six <laughs> believe in duality. That's the big thing in it. And that, what that means is uh, there's two aspects you have to master. The spiritual aspect and the soldier aspect. Mm. And so you're supposed to be spiritual, meaning understand humility, uh, understand God, understand what it means to be humble, uh, you know, kind of have that spiritual side. But then the soldier side is you're supposed to be tough. You're not supposed to be weak as a sick. You're not supposed to be fat as a sick. You're not supposed to be eating crap all day. You're not supposed to not work. You're supposed to be healthy. That way you can take care of others. You're supposed to know how to fight um, and how to defend yourself. Like there's a like there's a martial arts within the Sikh religion. Oh, really? And, yeah. It's called Gatka, which is a type of um, uh, a type of art fighting form that you know, many people are taught as from young ages that we, you know, just basics of defense to help other people. So uh, you're supposed to know how to defend yourself because not just for yourself, but to defend others. Mm. The Sikh religion at its core is, is to help other people who can't help themselves. And so you want to be able to help them, whether it's financially and even uh, from if there's a distress that you would be there to help. Wow. So you have like a religious obligation almost if someone is like getting hurt, beat or whatever to kind of intervene and help. You are supposed to help those who can't help themselves. So let, let's say like uh, you're like financially well off and then let's say we all like lost some, a bunch of money in crypto yeah. and then we're like, yo, we need help. Yeah, let's make a video. Let's ask your audience for some help, man. If, um, we could turn off the camera. If, more like if you could just <laughs> yeah. hook us up with some bills. Yeah, just like write a giant check or something, you know. Yeah, give him my Bitcoin access. <laughs> just, I lost 1.5 million on Luna. <laughs> He's so happy when he says that. He's what financial advice would you give him? <laughs> you should hear about my investments and business dealings. It's 
fun. The majority mindset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a no, that's called the. I should have a channel called the Degenerate Mindset. That was a good lesson, though. You learned. It's you my did. second time losing that much. <laughs> it's the second time learning. <laughs> Third time's a charm, right? Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm, guys.